off the ball. The salary cap has gone so low. It's a very interesting decision. The decision is, do you work or do you play rugby? You know, and it may be better off to work. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Gaelic football on Off The Ball With AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship Check out hashtag the toughest for more Full time score here in Kingspan, Breffney Park And it's Tyrone 18 points, Westmead 18 points Neil, what did you make of that? Yeah, call a funny sort of a game, uh, you know, a real doubleheader atmosphere at the start of the game where you had a big crowd, big Dublin crowd in from the first game, seemed to clear out, kind of left a little bit of a lull, also had a really heavy shower of rain uh, before the game started, made conditions tricky, so it was kind of a game that was slow to get to life, you know, uh, even into the second half, that, that lull was still evident in the game, but I think I said it to you at one point, it was like a game that was going to kick into action in the last 10 minutes, and it really, really did. Yeah. Um, there was a point there where it looked like uh, Tyrone they'd went four points ahead where they were maybe going to kick for home but to be fair to Westmead as good as they were up to that point uh, you know uh, my admiration for them even went up uh, beyond that after that point they really dug in went down the other end of the pitch got a score on the board and they just didn't let Tyrone get out of sight um, Tyrone will probably mention uh, a goal opportunity they had it was very similar to the Sean Powder yeah. incident Cork versus Curry. Conkel Patrick got in behind the defence uh, looked like it was a goal scoring chance on um, uh, Westmead fullback came across <laughs> took him down you could argue cynically probably most people would say cynically uh, but Noel Mooney the Cavan referee uh, deemed that it wasn't give him a yellow card and only a free for Tyrone so you know if Tyrone got a goal at that stage they probably uh, they probably would have seen it out but uh, that kept Westmead in the game um, yeah, a few uh, great scores from Westmead after that Kieran Martin came on that old stalwart uh, kicked a, a great score from under the terrace who was left foot on the far side and uh, yeah that all led up to the drama last minute uh, John Heslin uh, would have free that would have put Westmead through to the preliminary quarterfinals and would have put Tyrone out of the race for Sam Maguire and it drifted inches wide and you know your heart would break for Westmead uh, you know the performance they put in to be in that position and but especially for John Heslin he had been so yeah. impressed as he always is he's always outstanding he's the he's the he's the talisman for Westmead uh, you know he led the charge today again and it was just inches wide it was a tricky free and you know to be fair to him there was a long wait before he even got the opportunity to yeah. take it the linesman I, I don't think he needed to you know he seemed to be having a few words about where he was going to take it from when it did when the opportunity did come around to take the free so um, yeah not, not ideal to have that build up to such an important kick yeah, he'll learn from that though, won't he? They're the kind of games that Westmead, that they need. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, Westmead winning Talton Cup last year. You know, I probably, with their Division 3 form this year, I would have had a slight fear that them winning the Talton Cup and maybe underperforming in such a tough group that they got you, like you know you, you really you couldn't have asked for a tougher group when yeah. you look at Galway many people's favourites for the All-Ireland Tyrone and Armada and two you know top top Ulster teams uh, coming off the back of Division 1 season Westmead on the other hand stuttered through Division 3 you know didn't uh, didn't set it alight by any means didn't didn't trouble the teams for promotion uh, you thought maybe they could have came into this round robin stage and 
and it might have been a poor reflection on the Talton Cup winners but you know they, they've proved a lot of people wrong uh, Desi Dolan his backroom team they've had them superbly organised you could even tell from the first few minutes of that game up in Armagh they were playing to a definite structure they'd used a few weeks since the Leinster Championship very very well they'll have come on immensely from that and you know as disappointing as it was for them uh, to finish uh, you know so close to going through to a premier quarter final I think for, for Desi Dolan and all that Westmead panel they'll have left today leaving Breffney Park heading back down to Westmead with a huge amount to build on and he'll have no problem getting those guys motivated for the off season and I think the big thing for the teams outside of Division 1 and maybe even the top half of Division 2 is that there is no off season now yeah. you know it's it's the conditioning of those Division 1 teams has, has went to another level and if Desi Dolan needs to motivate his team uh, to get straight into a pre-season for next year and stick at it at their own extra pieces of work during the club season well he has all the motivation he needs now after showing how close they were today what did you make of Tyrone They're, they have a game on the road now next weekend I mean they just came out of here with the skin of their teeth like Tyrone were exactly how Tyrone have been since they won the All-Ireland yeah. uh, unconvincing and you know you know, at times uh, there, there was a stage there when they got three or four points up Um they were forcing Westmead to maybe you know take on riskier passes and it was just playing right into their hands because Tyrone were able to turn them over and they're a team that just thrives on turnovers and you know if you give them that turnover ball they will do serious damage and you know a few times that's probably where um Conkel Patrick's goal chance with the controversial moment came from a few times even Brian Kennedy had got in behind yeah. um, you know it's a definite tactic from Tyrone to get those midfielders in behind opposition defences at times that their two one of their two midfielders was their most advanced uh, advanced player it's Tyrone unconvincing but still capable of winning All-Ireland like there, there's no team will want to play Tyrone uh, next again in the preliminary quarterfinals if they get through a preliminary quarterfinal they're capable of beating a Dublin they're capable of beating a Curry. you know Galway Mayo they, they won't fear them they, yeah. they have that ability to do it and I think it has to be said it was an absolute pleasure to witness Derek Hanavan in action here oh, today some player isn't he ah just amazing you know I, I see I watched him against Armagh and he got a score when they really really needed a score in that second half uh, you know he bounced off a few people you know he's nearly like a bowling boy, ball uh, kind of just you, you yeah. can't you can't knock him down he just keep going forward yeah it happened over here in the in, in front of the goal over on this side as well where he spun around it seemed like he should have passed it and he still kept the ball yeah he was able to get a kick away yeah and he has this lovely little solo it seems to maybe go only go about an inch out of his hand yeah. um, you know so nobody can get a tackle in on him uh, you know he got scores off his right foot today he got a score off his left foot when they needed a score there uh, late in the second half as well you know just re really amazing just balanced close control just a pleasure to watch so uh, you know uh, to be fair to, to Kevin Maguire uh, the Westmead fullback he didn't have a bad game but he had his hands full trying to trying to keep an eye on Derek Hanneman uh, I know it seems like it's a week away but or a week ago uh, but we also watched Dublin uh, demolish Sligo here like can you take much out of that like there's been a lot of talk about where Dublin are at I mean they, they've topped the group now haven't they and uh, they've I mean they they demolished Sligo today but do we still know where they're at they'll, they'll take a lot of pleasure in having a week off won't they 
Yeah, but I think the way that we look at Dublin and where they're at, we look at them in comparison to the Dublin team that you know won all those Irelands uh, in a row. They were like they were by a distance the best team at that time. You know, to be fair to Mayo, they did they were capable of maybe putting it up to them in some of those All Ireland finals, and that was a great reflection on just how well coached and the strength of that Mayo group of players. But you know, the Dublin team are not that Dublin team that was a generational team you know they were probably the best team we've ever seen play the game of football this Dublin team are not not the same as that team but they are more than capable of winning in All-Ireland so I think if we don't judge them in comparison to that team we have to say yeah they're, they're probably in the top two contenders along with Kerry to win in All-Ireland you think so yeah yeah I really do there's some serious serious quality there and one thing I did notice today is just some of those little like silly what I would call them skillers are, are still in their game and they like the team that wins the All-Ireland are going to have to eliminate that from their game. But Desi Farrell will leave here today and he's going to have that as a stick to beat them with going into training the next few days. And it was just, it's minor little things. It's a hand pass, you know, just two, three inches behind the man or yeah. just going to ground before it gets to a man. And that's that's the sort of stuff that Dublin team under Jim Gavin or even Pat Gillery before, before that, that they just didn't do. So, you know, but that's easily corrected, especially they have two weeks of training now, you know, this time of the year, lads are only going to be dying to get into training on a Tuesday evening, do the video session. I think that's those little turn, silly turnovers and even... I was very surprised with, with some of the guys that done it, but you know we had uh, Paul Mannion dropping a, sh- a shot short there in yeah. the second half. You know those things that you don't expect, but we've seen that in the Roscommon game as well. They were a point up in injury time. Brian Fenton dropped a shot short. So you know Dublin, they will if they start to get those little things right, which are easily done on the training pitch or in a video session, uh, th- they'll be a match for anyone. And you just their athleticism as well is is breathtaking when you see it against the Division 4 team you know at times today Sligo guys just took an extra half a second on a ball that you get away with in Division 4 but they were just swallowed up by the the physicality of some of the dubs today Uh, The round robin is now over Uh, it's first year of it what did you make of it? Yeah, I, I guess when you talk about the format, you know, the one thing I will say is I think we need to wait until the season is over to really judge the format. What have I made of it to date? You know, I think it's been mixed and it's very, you know, the last half an hour or the last 20 minutes today, you know, there was drama across the country. We've seen in both the earlier games and the later games, you know, we had score one, not just points on the board, but, you know, sc- points over the bar in each of the games probably deciding placings or who went through in in different games you know so there's high drama there I guess the one thing I would say is expectation can be the enemy of enjoyment sometimes and we're expecting championship football from these group stages but they're not they're not championship football you know they're very very much group stages you were going into now you know four rounds in knockout football from here yeah. uh, we're going to have the best 12 teams in the country involved in those games so we're going to see some great knockout football from here to be honest you could probably make a comparison with the Champions League you know for years and everybody said oh we need a Champions League format we need a Champions League format but then when the Champions League group stages are played in soccer um, in the autumn time, 
people aren't really that interested in the group stages because yeah. they say oh the Champions League doesn't start until the knockout stages and I think that's exactly what we've seen in this tournament we've had our little bit of drama today with teams you know deciding who goes through automatically who gets a home draw next weekend but the real competition starts now from next weekend on as a player would you have liked it as a player I would have absolutely loved it because the one thing that drove me absolutely insane was the training to games ratio when I was playing you know we went eight nine week uh, uh, gaps during the season not playing a game even then you, you play a championship game you might be waiting around to play a backdoor game yeah. especially in Connacht the championship may, might have started a little earlier some seasons um, and you're waiting on maybe some of the Leinster counties to come out until they do a first or second round draw for a qualifier so yeah I, I would have absolutely loved it as a player and the reason I would have loved it is to cut down on the training time you know no, nobody yeah. plays games uh, or nobody plays football uh, to do you know 10 training sessions to one game you just want to get out you want to play games there's the enjoyment factor of playing games it's even you know justifying some of the sacrifices to friends and family you know if they see that you're playing games or you and there's a reason for all, all this sacrifice it makes that a, a little easier as well yeah, that's a good point uh, yeah you know th there's all that in it but um, you know i think you know for supporters they want to be going to games you know there's but, so but much do, to be said do you think there is is that an issue as well though there's i think there was there only something like seven thousand in carrick and shannon for for the other game there what like I know the Dubs, the Dubs brought a good crowd here um, for the first game, but it did fizzle out a small bit. Is it, is it just, is it too much maybe for sports to go to games, but they do enjoy watching them on on telly or Diego or whatever maybe? Uh, yeah, well, I think you know every game you play, it generates stories, it generates new storylines. You know, so yeah. it's, I think there's that in it for supporters. I think the GA really need to look at how they've, um, you know, marketed this stage of the competition but also how they've priced the tickets you know the fact I think it's crazy especially for families that there wasn't even a bundle option uh, you know for these three group games uh, that would have made it you know very very attractive uh, I, you know to be honest I would have said 30 euros for, for the three games 30 euros gets you a ticket for your three games yeah. maybe 20 euros for one game so people feel like they're getting getting a lot of value you know we have to be honest these are extra games for the GA. I know there's a there's a cost to putting on the games, but you know we had group stage games this year that didn't exist before, so that's extra revenue for the GA. You know I think if marketed correctly and priced correctly, um, there's a great opportunity to start growing a fan base behind counties uh, and and get people into the habit of going to these summer games. You know we've seen during the National League there is a hardcore supporters there, and it can easily be grown. I think if it's marketed and priced in the right way. So it's knockout football from here on in. If you had to put put it down now, who is going to win the All Ireland at the end of this year? Obviously, the draw is going to have a big say in it. You know, I've I've had a feeling since the start of the year that Dublin and Kerry are the two best teams in the country. Can they avoid each other until the final, or what way is that that's possible semi-final pair, uh, pairing going to play out? They're both already in a quarter-final. <laughs> Galway and Mayo they're capable of beating Dublin and Kerry but I just don't think maybe Galway and Mayo are capable of, of getting three big wins in a row now the way that the games have played out today they're going to have to get four big wins in a row it's going to be a huge ass for them yeah well we've saw over 140 minutes of Gaelic football today and we were very entertained in the last 10 minutes of it all uh, so uh, final score here in Cavan, Tyrone 18 points, 
Westmead 18 points thank you Neil thank you very much Carl pleasure Fergal your thoughts after that well listen I think everybody's rightly exhausted after that one that was a muggy day and sort of damp and and we were lethargic, a good bit of it, and we sparked up towards the end. We got a good command and lead, and we let it go, and we nearly paid the ultimate price. You must have been happy with how the, how your team's composure was in, in that second half. There was even times when you thought you were going to pull away, but in fairness, Westmead kept coming back. You must be happy with the composure of your team. Yeah, the composure was good, and we did. We managed the second half rightly, right up to the end. You know, it hit a bit of a, at the end, before up and in a command position, and end up nearly clinging on to win that game or to draw that game. That's not ideal in the circumstances, but you know there was a series of frees maybe, and they kicked some nice points from play too. So listen, you know it was nip and tuck, and Westmeath threw everything at it, and you know luckily we stayed alive. Yeah, there's just one moment in that second half when Conkel Patrick was in on goal and he was taken down. Uh, it was a yellow card was what was awarded, but what did you think of that? Well, listen, I'm always reluctant to be critical of anybody. Everybody in the association is generally volunteering and doing their best, you know, but we're back to the old application of rules and consistent application of rules. That rule's been there a while. I think only us and maybe one other team suffered it until recently. And now uh, it's come to the fore. It's been brought to everybody's attention. It was sort of dormant in the rule book, so to speak. And now, you know, the application of it, we would have considered that Colin was through. There was nobody between him and the net. And it seemed to be that he was pulled back. But listen, I'm going to let others pass the ultimate comment on that. I'll have to study the whole video and then deal with things. And finally, uh, you're out now. Your next game is going to be on the road again. How does uh, next week look for you now? <laughs> well, listen, next week, so we're happy to be out on the road mm. at this stage. Uh, Darren stood out today you know we could have done something with him maybe but now at this moment you're sort of thinking well listen you know uh, it was a good test without him and the other men stood up as we expected and uh, so listen we're still a lot to be positive about and let's see where it takes us best of luck for the rest of it thanks Desi you're, you're, you're all Ireland over but the, the standing of Westmeath football has risen a few steps after your performances in this, in this group series in a very difficult group yeah, um, yeah, it was a different group. When you heard you're playing um, Armagh away and Galway at home and then Tyrone here, you knew it was going to be difficult. But um, I'm just proud of the players. I think they, 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 played, they, they played exceptionally well in the games. They performed at a very high level. Um, I suppose I'm proud of the fact that, you know, let's say we played Galway and they were in the All-Ireland fi- final last year and they're such a high level. Um, maybe coming into it and there's a bit of commentary that we don't deserve to be here at Talton Cup winners and I just think it's, it's, it has to be, there has to be a platform for teams that won, win the Talton Cup to come up and compete at this level because we just got a taste of it and we loved it and we loved the experience of playing at this level and that's what it's all about. Um, like we're, we're going toe to toe with the household names of the country and for our lads to come in and be winning at half time in matches and then going out in the second half and giving a great account of themselves, that's what that's what's all about and that's why I got involved to kind of um to be for days like this where you're playing top teams. Desi, did you think at any stage the game was going away a little bit in the second half? You got a brilliant start, maybe you should have got a goal early on, but the lads stuck to their task, you went four points down, came back again and Maybe the last I, one, if it had to go over, the, it would be talking different, but that's the look of the draw. I know all about it, Jerry. Uh, but, like, you look at John's performance, like, he's just an incredible servant. Um, like, it's just, it's just, at this level, when you're playing top teams, it's, like, just a matter of inches. It's a flick of a ball. It's, it's, just, it's just so close. And um, 
as well as that, it's sweet, like the one minute you're on top and descendancy, the other time people um, they get a run on you and then you look at what happened and you have to adapt and change. And But the thing our boys never did is they never dropped their heads. And I think that's something that we can be very proud of, that they gave the performance to the bitter end and they kept going. And they showed that belief that sometimes weaker teams don't have against the bigger teams. Normally when it goes against you, they cave in. And we showed today um, that we just had great spirit and great belief. And I think it's testament to the group. It's testament to all the players that worked so hard all year. And uh, it was just unlucky in the end it didn't go our way. You had to start uh, reshuffle the team a little bit before you started? Yeah, in fairness with the All-Ireland series, like if you do win your provincial title, like Galway had two weeks and then did two weeks. So like it is, it's, it's, it's a lot easier for them teams, but then to won the provincial title, so maybe deserve that extra week. But for teams like us, we were digging into our subs because the games are attritional. If you think of the ground the last couple of weeks, it's very hard. So you're picking up injuries. So the schedule of three weeks sorry three games in four weeks for amateur players it's too much because they have to go to work there's no rest in it at all and even like you go training and you're doing analysis there's so much time that it takes so I feel sorry for the players in terms of the, the load that they have to do but that's for the GA Tyrone are out maybe next weekend again I just don't know how I don't know how players in terms of their welfare how it's possible like but that's just the way it is but the lads show a huge character today, does he? Ah, yeah, but you're like, are you surprised, Jerry? I suppose you've looked at them for a long time. We have a lot of great leaders in the dressing room. You're Kevin, you're John, you know, Ray Cannell and Sam Duncan was out today, but you Jack Smith as well. There's, there's an awful lot of lads that have soldiered a long time with great experience. Like, and I'm just, I'm just proud of the fact that they now believe that they're good enough to compete at the top table. It's difficult to win Division 3. You'd love to be here all. We've got a taste of it now. You'd love to be going at it every year because it's just incredible. The level, the crowds, the sport, the TV exposure and all that stuff for the players. That's what it's all about. But do you think there's too many games? Will the GA have to look at it and reach the trucks where it's a little different? As they said, well, the they should. Like, I, the thing about it is like, like they're amateur players and like they're going to work tomorrow. Like. And they're like they literally. I don't know how they can function maybe at work because they need to recover naturally. Like if you're a professional sportsman, you get a little bit of time to recover. But them guys, Tyrone, for example, are facing into a week of preparation for a game next weekend. Is it Saturday or Sunday? I don't know. But I'm just saying, in terms of like I've lived through it now, the All Ireland series, and all I can speak for is we had a lot of lads breaking down with injuries, and it, it just totally to do with the hard ground, the load, the heat, and the physical nature of them contests. I'm sure you'd all agree that they're very physical matches out there, and it's very high level. So it's just very, it's very hard. Well, you're happy enough to it. I know you're not happy the way the year ended that you're gone out of it, but you're happy enough the performance near the it's end of the year. Proud of the players, yeah. like sure, like. You've seen them yourself. We played Armagh. We were we were very unlucky. I think the decision went against us. Galway. There was a big switch there with maybe 17 or 18 minutes to go with the man sent off. We nearly had a free. It didn't happen. And then today we were a couple of inches away from knocking it over. Like we didn't get any luck, Jerry. But that that's just sport too. Sometimes you hope it balances out. It, did, it didn't balance. I feel it didn't balance out for me this year. But that's sport. Some says the last three. What did you make of What do you make of Tyrone going forward? Oh, well, like I suppose. Um, I, I think today, um, well, I'm going to talk about Westmead, no, no, but, but I think the performance we yeah. put in was a very good test for Tyrone. Like, Tyrone yeah. have a lot of quality footballers, yeah. but like, I think we tested them to the max in a lot of respect. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that's testament to our players. But like, Tyrone in the morning can go out and beat any team they want, because, but I do think that would be a good road test for them. I think they've probably learned a lot from today. Um, when you have the calibre of players that Tyrone have, you can switch it on very easily. And, uh, I'm sure they'll be looking forward to bigger days, but they're certainly a very capable team. And I'm not stunned at all today, so 
Ah, it's me. Like I mean, but although you small should, venue, no, you it's a small venue. Yourself well, you see, it's it. There's probably more. Looking at that game, I always yes. thought Armagh had a chance because yes. there'll be more Armagh support in Galway. The, the venue will be tighter. It'll be it'll be a little bit more intimate, and then the atmosphere will kick in a lot. Absolutely. Like, and I suppose Galway were probably sitting pretty in terms of they were going to be out either way. Yes. So at the same time, they didn't have as much to play for as maybe some teams. Were you aware, Desi, or was John aware at the time? How we were aware. We were running down the sideline. I was aware. <laughs> exactly. You know exactly what it meant that that's. Well, like yeah, if we kicked the point, yeah. then it was like you'd be afraid. Just yeah, so we knew exactly. Um, and like you just say, we had a couple of calls for different scenarios, and we just knew we knew we needed to win. Um, but look, I'm incredibly proud of the players for the spirit to show to come back. But they were very, very unlucky. But look, it, it's a high level, and um, they're great players. And just it's a it's a good day in terms of Westmead football, in terms that we can compete at this level. Did you think, think it was over? Did it? <laughs> John's, John's free? Did you think? It was uh, over? to be honest, when when John's standing over free, you just assume it's going over the bar. To be honest, yeah. and I thought he kicked it well. I thought it was a good yeah, strike. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I and it looked like they were delaying for a second. I thought. Yeah. yeah. But again, didn't didn't work out. Small margins. That's sport. We see it tonight at golf as well. De- Desi, I think, I think of all the games this year, like today, particularly in the first half, I think you, you spoke about controlling games. I think you really controlled the game today, showed great composure, great organisation and discipline in that first half. You must have been very pleased with that particularly. Ah, fairness, the lads have been good in the first half. It's just to back it up with the 70 minutes. Like yeah. And like you see yourself, there's always injury time, so you're talking over 80 minutes for the yeah. games. Um, I thought the bench did well today and that was just maybe we, tr- we tried to kind of load it the other way that we had options off the bench today and yeah. I think the lads made a good impact when they came in yeah. but you live and learn that's like I just ultimately um, there was only a couple of inches in it but the lads did great yeah. Do you want to just sum up the year now Desi it's over for Westmead your first year as Westmead manager <laughs> It was difficult though no, to be honest <laughs> uh, it wasn't easy um, like you'd love to get promoted, promotion yeah. league I suppose that's the thing about um, that's Division 1 2 plays in the All Ireland series, so that's something that I have to look at. Um, but yeah, it's a difficult year, but I'm proud of the lads. Look, mm. that's all that matters today, the lads. And I'd be grand. Uh, finally, Desi, I know you have an issue with the fixtures and how close they are together, but in terms of the format of this year's championship, do you think it works in the favour of the teams like Westmead? Um, uh, to be honest, I would probably just lose the preliminary court finals I, you know that extra game yeah. I think two teams would be enough to qualify out of the group if I'm being honest um, just because it gives it gives more meaning and it just with the schedule of games you have to think of player welfare yeah. like if you think Tyrone go out if they win next week they're out the following week again like it's ridiculous in terms of a schedule but if I was just to tweak it that's an obvious tweak but it's the first year the GA are doing it I'm sure they're thinking about things like that Gaelic football on Off the Ball with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more.